Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Hello, my friends and listeners. I hope you had a great weekend. I was able to actually take my time on Sunday and go to church. It just comes and goes whenever I have the pain. It makes the decision if I'm going or not. So, But I was able to go, and that was a good um, hour worth of relief for me to um, have the Lord in my life. Let me give you a little update in regards to my uh, knee. Uh, The other day I called the doctor's office and they told me that the doctor that they wanted me to go see does not carry my my insurance. So now we got to start the whole process over, which the thing is though the doctor that I see I know has been out of town. So no telling when this is going to get taken care of or at least let me know what's going on and what has to be done. So I'm still dealing with the pain. But today's uh, subject is going to be on diabetes and oral health. And this one kind of touches home for me. And I'll explain why later. But what we're going to do is talk about the overview, the causes, the symptoms, and the treatment. And maybe some helpful tips at the end. So here's the overview. People who have diabetes know the disease can harm the eyes, nerves, kidneys, heart, and other important symptoms in the body. Did you know that diabetes can also cause problems in your mouth? People with diabetes have a higher chance of having periodontal or gum disease, an infection of the gum and bone that hold the teeth in place. Periodontal disease can lead to pain, bad breath that doesn't go away, chewing difficulties, and even tooth loss. Diabetes can also slow down healing, so it can interfere with treatment of periodontal disease. Other problems diabetes can cause are dry mouth and a fungal infection called thrush, which causes painful white patches in your mouth. Dry mouth happens when you do not have enough saliva, the fluid that keeps your mouth wet. Dry mouth can cause soreness ulcers, infections, and tooth decay. Smoking may cease problems even worse. In addition, diabetes may also cause the level of sugar in your saliva to increase. Together, these problems may lead to thrush. And that's spelled T-H-R-U-S-H. So here's a cause. If your diabetes is not under control, you are more likely to develop problems in your mouth. 
In turn, having gum disease may make your blood sugar harder to control. Here are some of the symptoms. If you have diabetes, be sure to take time to check your mouth regularly for any problems. Sometimes people notice that their gums appear swollen and bleed when they brush or floss. Others notice dryness, soreness, white patches, or bad breath in the mouth. All of these are reasons to visit your dentist. So here's the treatment. Treatment depends on which problem you have. People with periodontal disease will need to receive treatment from a dentist who may do a deep cleaning of your teeth or refer you to a periodontist for gum surgery. The dentist will also prescribe a special mouth rinse. If any of you have ever had that periodontal uh, from a periodontist, man, that's painful doing that deep cleaning. Ugh, I hated it. I'm going to come back to dry mouth in a little bit here. Here's some helpful hints. Good blood glucose control is key to controlling and preventing mouth problems. People with poor blood glucose control get gum disease more often and more severely than people whose diabetes is well controlled. If you have diabetes, be sure to control your blood glucose, brush twice a day and floss regularly, visit your dentist for routine checkups, be sure to tell the dentist that you have diabetes, tell your dentist if your dentures, false teeth, do not fit right, or if your gums are sore, quit smoking. Smoking makes gum disease worse. Like I said, I wanted to go back to the dry mouth real quick and give you some uh, causes. There are several possible causes of dry mouth. Side effects of some medications. Hundreds of medications cause the salivary glands to make less saliva. For example, medicines for high blood pressure, depression, and bladder control issues often cause dry mouth. Uh, certain diseases, which is one I'm going to be talking about in a couple of weeks, but it's called Sjogren's Syndrome. And HIV and AIDS and diabetes can all cause dry mouth. Uh, radiation therapy, the sal- salivary gland can be damaged if they are exposed to radiation during cancer treatments. Chemotherapy, drugs used to treat cancer can make a saliva thicker causing the mouth to feel dry. And finally, nerve damage. Injury to your head or neck can damage the nerves that tell salivary glands to make saliva. Here's a quick rundown of symptoms. A sticky, dry feeling in the mouth, trouble chewing, swallowing, tasting or speaking, a burning feeling in the mouth, a dry feeling in the throat, cracked lips, a dry, rough tongue, mouth sores, an infection in the mouth, and bad breath. So the treatment is this. Depending on the cause of your dry mouth, your health care provider can recommend appropriate treatment. For example, if medication is causing dry mouth, the doctor or dentist may advise changing medications or adjusting the dosage or may prescribe a saliva substitute. There are also self-care steps that you can take to help ease dry mouth, such as drinking plenty of water, chewing sugarless gum, 
and avoiding tobacco and alcohol. Good oral care at home and regular dental checkups will help keep your mouth healthy. And finally, here are the symptoms of dry mouth. They include a sticky, dry feeling in the mouth, trouble chewing, swallowing, tasting, or speaking, a burning feeling in the mouth, a dry feeling in the throat, cracked lips, a dry, rough tongue, mouth sores, an infection in the mouth, and bad breath. What I like also on this website is they have a PDF file that you can download and it gives you some gentle tips, which is pretty good. Just something that you might be able to print out and post on your refrigerator or somewhere just to keep that in mind about your dental issues with diabetes. Listen to this. According to the National Institutes of Health, more than 400 medications have been linked to dry mouth. These include medications commonly used to treat diabetic nerve pain or neuropathy. You can ask your doctor or pharmacist if your medications may increase your risk for dry mouth. God, 400 medications. That is crazy. I don't, I don't know. I'll have to see if I have a website that shows those 400 so I can post that for you. So here's some other warning signs that have a little bit more detail. Gum disease related to diabetes does not always cause symptoms. For this reason, it's important to make and keep regular dentist appointments. However, there are some symptoms that could indicate that you're experiencing gum disease. They are include bleeding gums, particularly when you brush or floss, changes in the way your teeth seem to fit together, chronic bad breath, even after brushing, gums that appear to pull away from the teeth, that was my issue, which may cause your teeth to look longer or larger in appearance, permanent teeth that begin to feel loose, that was my issue too, red and swollen gums. Like anything else with diabetes, you need to make sure you check your mouth regularly to make sure that there's nothing abnormal um, looking inside your mouth. It's just like if we check our at the bottom of our feet all the time. You always want to check your gums also. Here's some more information. If I'm overlapping over, uh, some of the um, things that I talk about, I'm sorry. Um, if you have diabetes, you're more likely to have oral health problems like cavities and infections of the gums and bones that hold your teeth in place because diabetes can reduce the blood supply to that area. If you have diabetes and you're over 50, your risk is even higher. Dental problems and age go hand in hand, whether you, or not you have diabetes. Now the information that I'm talking about right now is from WebMD and that's a place I always like to go because I feel their things that they talk about are a little bit more um, correct in some of the diagnosis or you know symptoms and those things. So that's why I always uh, recommend that site for any issues you may want to look up. So if you have diabetes, keep an eye out for these oral health con uh, conditions, especially if you already reached the half century mark. Gingivitis, which is a gum disease that's most common oral health problem among people with diabetes. The first stage of gum disease is gingivitis. This is when bacteria causes your gums to bleed, turn red, and feel sore. Bacteria love to feast on sugar, 
turning it into tooth-damaging acid. Uncontrolled diabetes means more sugar in the saliva, and that means a frequent banquet for bacteria. As bacteria gather, they combine with saliva and pieces of leftover food to form plaque. When it builds up, it leads to tooth decay and gum disease. But regular brushing and flossing, as well as rinsing with an antiseptic mouthwash, will get rid of it and stop gingivitis in its tracks. Periodontitis. If left untreated, gingivitis can turn into periodontitis, a more serious type of gum disease that erodes the bones and tissues that support your teeth. In the worst case, you might lose your teeth. If you don't floss and brush regularly, bacteria and plaque can build up on your teeth. That causes your gums to pull away from them. It creates pockets where bacteria dig in and wage war on more and more parts of your mouth, including the bones. Periodontitis can't be reversed and can't be treated with brushing and flossing alone. Your dentist will have to get involved. They may even send you to a specialist called periodontist. Some people need gum surgery to save their teeth. Bacteria aren't the only organisms that like sugar. So do fungi, which is why a fun fungal yeast infection called thrush is common in people with diabetes. Both thrush and dry mouth can lead to burning mouth syndrome. So can certain medications, including some for high blood pressure. In addition to feeling like you scalded your mouth with coffee, your mouth could tingle or feel numb. You might lose some of your ability to taste. This can also result from aging. This isn't really harmful unless you make up for the lack of taste by adding sugar to your food. That will boost your risk of cavities and gum disease. Slow wound healings, you may have noticed that wounds and infections take longer to heal. That's a byproduct of both diabetes and getting older. At the same time, your risk of infection goes up. That plus slower healing means that if something does go wrong with your gums or teeth, it'll take longer to get better, and it might even get worse faster. So what you want to do to prevent some of these issues is keep your blood sugar in check. Brush, use a toothbrush with soft bristles and floss at least twice daily and rinse with an antiseptic mouthwash. Wait at least 30 minutes after eating before brushing to protect any tooth enamel that's been softened by acid in the food. If you wear dentures, remove them and clean them uh, daily. Don't sleep with them in. If you smoke, quit. Get a dental uh, checkup every six months. Your dentist may recommend that you do it more often depending upon your condition. And let your dentist know that you have diabetes and what medications you take. Let them know if your blood sugar level is off track and if you take insulin. Tell them when you took your most recent dose. So before I close, I wanted to give you some home remedies that might help you if you have um, any gum disease or any issues like that. So the first one is tea tree oil. Tea tree oil contains several antiseptic and antibiotic properties that can help get rid of bacteria and plaque. It is important to mix one drop 
of tea tree oil with your regular toothpaste. You should make sure not to add too much tree, uh, tea tree oil or swallow it accidentally. The next one is going to be coconut oil pulling. Oil pulling is an ancient method of cleaning, cleansing the teeth and gums by swishing oil in the mouth. Coconut oil in particular has anti-inflammatory properties. So how do you do coconut oil pulling? And it does state here that oil pulling is safe to practice and is best if done first thing in the morning. Be careful not to swallow it as it contains a bacteria pulled from the tissue in your mouth. The next step is honey. Honey is also known to contain natural antibacterial properties that help eliminate bacteria which causes gum infection. Applying raw honey over the gums after brushing can have beneficial effects for those suffering from periodontal disease. The next one is turmeric powder. Turmeric powder contains antiseptic and anti-inflammatory properties. When utilized as a toothpaste, turmeric can help create an environment where bacteria dies. Mixing turmeric with water to create a paste and brushing with two times a day is a great approach to keeping gum disease under control. And finally, nutrition. Nutrition is vital for all aspects of your overall health, including your oral health. However, there are specific nutrients that are needed for healthy teeth and gums. And I'll let you go ahead and read those when I put this on my Facebook page. You can go ahead and read everything on that one. But um, also, too, I want to make sure that you guys know that you need to talk to your doctor, your dentist, let them know before using any some of these supplements here because some of them are a little hazardous and you'd want to make sure you don't swallow any of them, definitely. I don't know what kind of issues they could cause, but that's something you want to talk with your, your health care provider. So finally, before we close here, I picked this topic because it's a topic that I had issues with and I say had. And it's not because I was cured. The one thing that I decided to do since I had so, so much issues with my teeth um, was just to pull them all out. I already had some that were already um, moving around a lot, so it wasn't that difficult, but a difficult decision to make. But I just went ahead and pulled them all out. I got dentures. The thing is, though, the dentures made me feel like I had a mouthful of plastic in there. And they didn't work well. So I just eat without my teeth. Don't eat them. Already figured out a way of how to eat. Your, your tongue itself is a good knife. It cuts real well. So, you know, I don't have any issues eating the food that I want to eat. But this is my choice. And it's not one that I suggest everyone make. That's something that you need to talk to your dentist and talk to your doctor before making anything any of these rational decisions before okay i just wanted to put that out there and let you guys know um but i hope you guys have a great week i hope um you get out there and enjoy well if you're here in california you're enjoying uh sun we're hoping for rain because we really need it but you're gonna get sun out here so it's kind of warm and it's nice and spend some time with family that's very important to your health um, it does work for me, especially when I am around other people instead of just being home all by myself. 
you do forget about those things that are ailing you. So until next week, I will talk to you later. Thanks. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.